This is Insanity Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome back to Songs You Wish You Knew Sooner with me, Christian Sayers, here on Insanity Radio. I'm so excited to be back. Genuinely, I've had the biggest week. We've got so much to talk about. I know I say it every single week, which probably deducts from the value of this statement, but I actually think, hands down, this is, without a doubt, the biggest show I have ever and maybe ever will do. I've got so much to tell you, so much new music, and the biggest interview I've ever done to play later on. Let's get stuck right in. We've got a brand new artist for the show called Isaiah Huron. It's a track called Self, and it's it's really deep alternative pop. He's got a really powerful voice, which I think is exactly what is necessary because he puts together these huge production soundscapes, and they are massive. The bass, if you're listening out of anything other than your phone speakers, you'll really be able to appreciate this. It's massive consistently. Really nice track to the show off with this is self by Isaiah Huron let's jump in
Isaiah Huron here on Songs You're Wishing You've Seen. Like I said, it's a really deep bass track from that sort of alternative pop scene that I've been so into and I've talking about a lot on the show recently. We've got a brand new artist again called Good Scott. He used to go by the name of Quessa and I loved his stuff under that Elias. Elias? Alias? I don't know. I saw him live. He was brilliant. He's not released music for a little while, but now he's back as Good Scott. It's proper bedroom pop at its absolute core. It's easy listening. The lyrics are light. They're funny. And it's just a real funky tune to listen to. It's sort of summery, but, you know, I love that sort of easy listening. It's really cool. It's called Sorry, Not Sorry, featuring Saint Luna. Let's jump into it. Tell me what you think. At Christian Says on Instagram. I'm live over there if you want to come say hi. Let's do it. wishing you sooner with me christian says i love that it's bedroom pop at its absolute core it's simple it's summary and it's fresh speaking of fresh we've got a new track from easy life but first i've been asked who's the be interview it's alexander 23 if that name doesn't ring a bell then some of his collaborations might he was at the grammys a couple of weeks ago with a nomination for album of the year and he talked to me that's crazy you'll hear that in about 20 minutes time he worked with olivia rodrigo on sour brilliant album 
but we'll get to that. Next up, brand new track from Easy Life. It's the first release they've put out since Life's a Beach, their album, last year. A great album all round, but I think they needed to come with something fresh, and they've done exactly that. It keeps the sort of pop R&B elements they've been really strong and refining, but it adds some more crunchy vocal processing that I've seen compared to like Kasabian, and I totally get it. It's called Beeswax. I'm really into it. Let's do it. My breast things could have been a kingpin Stay linking like Jay-Z Yeah, big pimpin' Now we take off on Bake Off Won't, won't, won't sleep till my days are fire soon i hope you see what i'm saying it's a really fresh sound and that vocal processing it's not something we've seen from them before i didn't immediately recognize it as murray from easy life it was very fresh but i like it a lot okay let's talk about why this show is so massive for me okay you might already know this if you follow me on instagram twitter linkedin facebook anything because i can't stop talking about it this has changed my life I went up to Newcastle last week. That's that's a long way. I didn't just go there. I had to get a seven-hour coach. That's a trek. That's a long way. 
and it was for Student Radio Association Conference. So I thought, you know, this would be a great way to get some industry contacts. I'll put in a demo. I'll get some feedback. It was a thing called Demo Factor. I thought, this is great. I'll get some feedback from big industry judges. They know what they're talking about. I only went and won the whole thing. Like, one, golden buzzer. Two, winning the entire thing. That's insane. There was, like, such a really wide qualified group of judges, and it blew my mind to hear some of the things they said about me. If you want to hear some of the comments from Paul, the big head of Absolute Radio, head over to my Instagram at Christian Says. You can hear him chat. It was the nicest, nicest, most complimentary feedback in that he said, I could tell within 10 seconds of hearing your demo, I wanted to be your friend. And and that's like the nicest thing because that's exactly what I try and embody on here. I love that. And I hope that you feel that way too. So it was only just so typical that the link they heard that they loved was me talking about hyperpop. They said, you know, we could tell your enthusiasm, your knowledge of the music. And it was about hyperpop. I was talking about Charlie XCX. So it's only right that the next song had to be Charlie XCX. Let's give her some more unneeded airtime. It's a track called Move Me off her brand new album, Crash. I love it so much. It continues to show off that she knows what makes a perfect pop song. This is Move Me, Charlie XCX. Let's jump in. Charlie XCX on songs you'll wish you knew sooner. Like I said, that song has somehow maybe changed my life. 
I don't know. I don't know where to go from here because I had the best feedback from the most qualified people in the radio industry. It's just working out where I go from here. And that's such an exciting and terrifying space to be in. But it's so much better than I was two weeks ago. So, yeah, I'll take you with me on the journey. Stay tuned. Okay, it's time for Hyperpop. I can't go without it. I love it. It's everything for me. And it's really molded my taste in music over the last couple of years. If you told me the next few songs are something that I'd be into a couple of years back, I'd be like, what are you talking about? But it is now the biggest thing that I will recommend to people that I will just play when I get given orcs or anything. So I just love this next few songs. The next few songs will be amazing for you. Okay, it's called Escape. It's off Flume's upcoming album. He's by no means a small producer, but his EP or his album, Hi, This Is Flume, is mind-bending. It's got Slow Tie, it's got Sophie, it's got Kuka on it. It's such a cool mixture and this is going to be one contender for album of the year, I think. It's called Escape and it really wettens the appetite for the album. It's heavy, it's explosive and good lord, those drops at the end will change your mood in an instant. He's performed so many of them at Coachella this week. What I would have done to be there, I don't even know. It's called Escape. Let's jump into it. Flume, let's do it. Okay. 
man does something to me i cannot explain that was escape by flume insane the production that final set of drops is mind bending brain melting stuff and we're not slowing down we've got a new artist of the show called jed will up next with a track called immortal it's really heavy it's hyper pop at its angriest and most aggressive form which i am so here for it'll be a divisive one it's definitely not going to be someone Something for everyone. I don't think so. But without a doubt, you cannot remain calm, composed in your seat with this song in your ears. This is Immortal by Jedwell. I'm obsessed. Let's play it.
immortal Jedwell. I think that's insane. Jedwell is an artist with, I think, a less less than 100,000 monthly listeners. And he's putting out sounds as huge as that, that are comparable to Flume, who's been making music for probably a decade. I think that's insane. I love that, though. And I've had such a cool reaction to that song. That was Immortal by Jedwell. Once again, we're not slowing down. Another brand new artist of the show, Braden Ross. I found him on TikTok. I love that app so much. It's a song called Pluck. It's so blatantly breakants inspired, but I love it. And this really, for me, shows off the range of hyperpop as a genre. And in fact, a limitation, because the fact that this and the past two songs can be put under the same umbrella term is great, but it also highlights a gap. This genre encompasses so much that I think we need more specificity. I love this song. It's so, without a doubt, one for Breakants, 50 Landing, Atlas in Motion fans with the sort of twinkly, delicate guitars and these massive 808 drops. It's called Pluck. Braden Ross, let's do it here on Songs You Wish You Knew Sooner. I don't know, I guess I fucking hate you now. You had my heart in and escaped somehow. But let's not get you started. Go back to your apartment. I don't know, I guess I Try not to think about it, just breathe the lost scene away around it. There ain't a need to doubt it. Don't give the chance to wonder where you found it. Don't wanna mess this up. You never gave enough. You played games so hard. Trying to figure how not to break it down. I throw my phone against the wall. Yeah, I hate it when she calls, cause. She asked me what do we do um, I don't know, I guess I fucking hate you now You had my heart in an escape somehow But let's not get you started Go back to your apartment I don't know, I guess I may leave Or I will Cause you don't want me enough to care how I feel I know you got a place to go Don't fucking lie to me I saw the hearts on your phone So fuck your honesty Honestly, yeah maybe I should've listened Maybe it was my fault This some shit I've been missing I guess you Condition. I'm sorry, but baby, I think I made my decision. So I, I throw my phone against the wall. Yeah, I hate it when she calls. Cause she asked me, what do we do? I don't know, I guess I fucking hate you now. You have my heart in an escape somehow. But let's not get you started. Go back to your apartment. She said, I don't care, I guess you fucking hate me now. We don't know how to choose. see exactly what I mean. The versatility of the word hyperpop as a genre is expanding day by day. That was Pluck by Braden Ross. I love it. Massive, massive track. And next up, yet another brand new artist for the show. And then we're going to play my interview with Alexander23. Next up, we've got Junko. He's tapping into what I want to call hyperpunk. That's not a word I've invented, but a genre that's very much on the rise. It's got a huge amount of this sort of glitchy vocal chop elements, which I'm so into, putting that sort of hyper element to it. But the vocals are way closer to the sort of pop-punk revival stuff that we've been hearing so much of, like with MGK, Youngblood, Jaden, Lil Huddy. The list could go on. I'm so into the sound that Junko's making, and he's really toying with it on this track. I'm sure you're going to be into it as well. This is a song called Parted Hair. Let's do it.
late like I don't know what you're saying Pixels on my phone to keep playing I'm just not involved no more Yeah, lift your shit right at the tone Why don't you use him? Toxic to you say he's abusive He's the nice guy with part of hair Don't save you with no time to spare Like I don't know You think I'm stupid I'm around, I got some new kicks I know you still think about me Time to tell what's going on without me Cause I'm falling back Not about you You're wishing you sooner. That's a crazy song. This guy has less than 500 monthly listeners on Spotify and is pushing out sounds like that. That blows my mind. I love that. Okay, it's time for the biggest interview I've ever done in my life, and I'm so excited. This man has been nominated for a Grammy for the album of the year. His name is Alexander23. We're going to hear his new song first, Hate Me If It Helps. Then you're going to hear the interview. Then you're going to hear his even newer song, Crash. It was such a cool interview I did with him. I got to talk all about his new album, working with Olivia Rodrigo, and of course, being nominated for a Grammy. He's totally changed his sound in the last few months, and I love that. It feels fresh, it feels new, but it doesn't feel unnatural. He's flown into this new genre, but straight away, absolutely smashed it. This is Hate Me If It Helps, but do not be fooled by the slow start to this song, because he's dipped his toes into this genre and smashed it. By the end of the song, you'll see exactly what I mean. Let's do it. I hope you enjoy the interview. Let me know. I wonder if your therapist likes me I guess it depends on how much of the truth you tell to her And I wonder if your brother wants to fight me Would he change his mind if he saw his big sister at her worst? So tell your friends I'm evil Write songs that say I suck And roll your eyes when people ask about us You can hate me if it helps Make me out to be the villain Say you're better by yourself So it feels like your decision You can tell them I'm the bad guy If it helps you sleep okay Because all you want is closure But there's nothing left to say Hate me if it helps You can hate me if it helps Do you wonder if I'm with someone new now? If her clothes are in the drawer you used to take up in my room Yeah, I bet you think I never think about I tell my friends I miss you I write songs about how much Yeah, I know we had our issues So if you want You can hate me if it helps Make me out to be the 
feeling Say you're better by yourself So it feels like your decision You can tell him I'm the bad guy If it helps you sleep okay Because all you want is closure But there's nothing left to say So you can hate me if it helps Sansi Radio, and I'm so excited to be joined by Alexander23. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. Thanks for having me. No worries at all. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. So, for someone that might not have heard your music before, how would you describe it? What sort of adjectives or genres might you use? Because I think it falls into quite a lot of categories. It's uh, emotional, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's transitioning kind of from more like acoustic pop to more indie rock. But I think lyrically, it still is uh, it's super lyric driven, I would say as well. Definitely. I think that, that does come through, particularly in your most recent stuff. I see that sort of change in tone and we'll talk a lot about that coming up. And so you were just at the Grammys with a nomination for Album of the Year for Sour by Olivia Rodrigo. Amazing album. That must have been such a thrill being there. How was it? What was it like being at the Grammys? Um, I'm, it was nuts. I've never been before, so it was it was extra crazy because it was my first time. But I think, honestly, like the real honor, and this sounds a little corny, but it's true, is like being nominated with your friends and to be nominated with obviously Olivia and also uh, Dan, who I worked on my debut album with, mm. which is not out yet, and Ryan and Mitch and, and just all those guys. Like, it's so cool to have success, but it's way cooler when it's with people who you genuinely care about. Absolutely. So that's, that's exactly how it's manifested itself because you're surrounded by all these creative people and it seems like it's very much coming that way. And so who have you been listening to recently? Who sort of sat in your on-repeat playlist inspiring your music? I've been listening to only the Rolling Stones for the past two weeks. Really? I just, I don't know. I go in phases and I'll just like wear something out, you know, I'll completely wear it out. And that's just kind of been the wave of the on. I don't know. I've just been like... I've been getting, I went on tour with John Mayer and it like reignited this flame in me that wanted to just like really get better at guitar again, you know, because I play guitar every single day, but I don't feel like I've gotten like better in a while. Mm. So I've just been like listening along to, you know, the Rolling Stones and learning all of the Keith Richards, you know, like I, I see you got a guitar behind you, so I'm assuming okay, yeah. you like, play a little bit, but like there's something to like getting the riffs in your fingers and then like there's like memory in your fingers and they store the tricks, you know, and so I'm just trying to like learn some new tricks. So it's been a huge Rolling Stones phase for me and then you can sort of translate that back into your own music which is amazing exactly exactly but once you got them in your fingers then it's easier absolutely and so going on tour with john mayer that must have been amazing how was that sort of thrilling were you starstruck because i mean that's sort of everyone's dream every music yeah i mean like it's not even like starstruck as much as just like honored i mean like mm. he was the guy for me you know and, and still is the guy for me like 
that's how I learned to play guitar. Like we were just saying, it's like I got his riffs in my fingers. And then like, that's how I learned. I, like I tried to, you know, he was so inspiring to me as like a, a lyric writer too, just how, you know, deep he was, but it never felt too preachy, you know? And like, he just told the line very well. And that was, it's almost like in sports where like, if you like play someone bad, you're going to play worse because you play down in their competition. Like him and his band is just like pros, man. Like they're just like, it's a different level. So when you go out before them, it just inspires you to be better, you know? And like, uh, I don't think I've ever been better or my band has ever been more locked in than like playing for him. That's amazing, but the pressure must be there. You know, the crowd's expecting John Mayer standards and then you've got to really meet that. Yeah, totally. But I think they're also like, they they are definitely have high expectations, but they're also receptive to like you being good. Like they'll give you credit if you deserve it. So, which is even more inspiring because it makes you want to go out there and actually give a give a really good show. And I don't know, I I, I uh, did my first like full headline tour last fall. And obviously that's as good as it gets to have your own fans at your show every night is will, will always be the most fun thing in the world. But there's something incredibly uh, cool and challenging about an opening set, you know? It's like, hey, I got 40 minutes to make you a fan. You know, like you're walking into this arena, you don't know who I am, and I have 40 minutes to change your mind about me. And that's a really cool thing too. It's a rough persuasion game, but you must have yeah. pulled it off massively, especially in front of a John Mayer receptive crowd. Yeah, thanks, it was fun, it was very fun. I'm sure, and so are you you're doing more dates with John Mayer? Yeah, I'm going back out with him in May, which I'm which I'm stoked for. And, uh, so now you've had that first run, it's like, okay, so fear is sort of gone. Totally. Well, I've learned so much too. Like, I feel like, you know, infinitely more prepared. Which is amazing. And so you've already had a massive start to the year, touring with John Mayer. You've had two tracks out already, which I think are some of your strongest releases to date. They've got a completely different tone to some of your other stuff. Hate Me If It Helps and Crash. They're both very fresh and unique in their own right. I love them. So let's start out with Hate Me If It Helps. It was your first release of 2022. It's massive. It's got that huge build up, which I am obsessed with. It's completely different in tone, sort of in arrangement. It's got your very honest writing style. But if you could talk us through putting that together and writing the track. Yeah, totally. I mean, I'll start with the production side. Like I said, I went on my first headline tour last fall and it, it was really inspiring from the perspective of just like feeling how my old songs would feel live with the full band. And uh, it just felt so good. And I was like, why can't the stu- why can't the record versions feel like this? Because if you hear my like earlier stuff, it's very like restrained, kind of minimal. And then we go on tour and we play it with a full band. And it would be huge and like big and super dynamic. And so I was like, I want to take some of that into the studio and make it feel like that. And and at the time, I was I was listening to a lot of things that I listened to growing up, a lot of Red Hot Chili Peppers and Foo mm. Fighters and stuff like that. People who are just so like masters of dynamics and you know bringing stuff in and pulling it back and then like hits all at once you know and so I wanted to infuse that into kind of my more like typical like lyric driven kind of emotional songwriting and so Hit Me If It Helps I wrote with uh, I started it with Olivia actually and we kind of just like knocked it out and brought it to Dan and and he's just a master of like fine tuning stuff he just like I think in music it's it's fairly easy to do 90% of the work and it's almost impossible to to do the last 10% and I think Dan is just one of those people who just like he can just so convincingly finished stuff me and Dan produced a song out and I kind of knew like this feels like the first single like I don't know if this would be the biggest one but I think it's I my, the first song I ever put out is called Dirty AF1s and like when I wrote that I was like I'm not saying this is the best song ever but this is certainly the best song for me right now you yeah. know and I think that's an important delineation as an artist is like not always going for like best in a vacuum but more so best for like you meeting your own expectations and what you said about sort of developing your sound you know I think there's more stripped back tracks like Dirty F1s that you used to release they're really laid bed to your honest lyricism but now this more high produced indie rock sound that you're doing is is equally as powerful and I love it I think it's it's great 
well, thank you. Yeah, I think uh, I had to prove to myself that I could do it with you know three or four elements and uh, make it feel like you know nothing was missing. And I think uh, once I did that and I was like, okay, I can do that, it kind of allowed me, you know, like mentally to put myself in a place where I could do more full arrangement stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And lyrically, it, it really captures the sort of honest and raw emotion that you've always encapsulated in your music. And co-writing this with Olivia Rodrigo, as you just mentioned, seems to have really built on that. So as a sort of frequent collaborator now, is she sort of a go-to person to call up if you're in a bit of a creative rut? Yeah, I mean, I'm lucky. Like, it's fun to make music with your friends. It's even more fun when your friends are the best at making music on the planet. So, like, I'm just, like, incredibly fortunate to be able to, you know, run stuff by, like, her or obviously Dan as well or, you know, a bunch of other people where it's, like, I, like, trust your taste. Like, you've been right about this, you know? Yeah. And, and even if I don't agree and, and I end up going a different way, it's it's still nice to hear their perspective on stuff, you know? Even if it's not, like, a whole co-write, if it's just, like, hey, can you get ears on this song, like, it feels amazing, but the pre-chorus doesn't feel right. Am I tripping or is this good? You know, like... But without a doubt, I think a second set of eyes or a second set of ears or anything is always beneficial. Yeah, totally. And so in terms of the timeline of writing that song, because, you know, you had your EP out last year, Oh No, Not Again. Is, was this song written around the same sort of time? Because it carries a very different tone, I don't think that kind of change in production style comes overnight. I don't know how it was for yeah, you. Um, this was this was written, uh, like, definitely, I think, I think we started this one back in, like, maybe August or mm. September. This is far after Oh No Not Again was out. Uh, I was definitely in a different place. I think so. Oh No Not Again for me was was not fully lined up with like where I was at in my personal life. Mm -hmm. Most of it was written before kind of the event that inspired this, you know, my upcoming debut album. And yeah. um, there's, a tr there's a song on Oh No Not Again track nine that basically is like saying like, hey, I bet you're wondering where all the songs about you are. Just saying like, you know, I wasn't ready to write them yet. You know, and I know that like, the, the, this is almost like a delayed response but like just give me some more time and I'll get to it you know and I want to do it when I'm when I'm like fully ready and so this album is kind of me being fully ready to talk about stuff so that's the sort of the big outlet the big creative outlet of this event yeah. amazing I'm very excited to hear it and then two weeks ago you put out another new single Crash which is I'm going to say definitely my favourite track that you've released in the last couple oh, of years wow. it's amazing that. it blends so many different genres together and it goes really into that further sound of sort of indie rock indie pop that you've seemingly polished very quickly and you know you say you're surrounded by all these amazing creative minds so talk to me about that song in itself lyrically and the themes going on in that track yeah <laughs> crash is about when you're when you're just lying awake in bed and like you thought you were over someone and they're just like in your head and you're confused and you're like am i not over them is this healthy does this mean there was you know because it's like you want to be over someone but you also don't you know like there's part of you that doesn't there's part of you that like is like if i'm over them doesn't mean that it was all for nothing and and I don't believe that, but I think, you know, when it's 2 a.m., it's easy to get stuck in that, you know, thought train. And so it's just about kind of like delineating between like, I miss this person and I miss who we became when we were together, you know? And I think that's, mm. those are super different things. And and I do miss the person, you know, of, of course I miss the person, but uh, I, I don't miss, you know, who we became in, in our relationship. So it's just, I almost wrote it as a nice little reminder to myself of, of that. Yeah, 100%. It does come across that way. It really does. It's It's got very honest lyricism as we always find with you, but it comes from a different standpoint to hate me if it helps. Totally. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very glad you like that one. That one means a lot to me. So I think, yeah, like I said, it blends so many different genres together. And I don't know how you've managed to just jump into this indie rock sound and pull it off straight away. That's, that's really rare. Yeah, thanks. Well, I think it's because I think that was kind of where I started in music. Like I started playing in bands. Like I didn't like write and record music right away. Like for me, it started as me and my friends in my friend Sam's basement, like playing Ramones covers and stuff like that. So like mm. that was like always 
something that I planned to get to. And it just felt like the right timing and the right you know, place in my career to, to kind of start transitioning into that type of a sound. So you might have just taken a more sort of convoluted journey to get to that point with your previous releases, but they built up this strong fan base. It is one time where it's like, when someone changes their sound, the, the first audience inclination is like, oh, they changed. And sometimes it's not that they change, it's that they finally got to like where they, you know, were trying to go, you know? And, and that's kind of how it feels like for me. Like I'm, yeah. I'm finally arriving at where I really, really always wanted to sit. And I think you do find that with a lot of artists initially when they change their sound quite dramatically, it's rejected by the fans because they're like, well, no, we, we like what we like. But once you get over that initial shock factor, I think that's that's a really powerful space to be in. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I agree. And I'm hoping I'm hoping everyone else agrees as well. Yeah, I think I, well, I speak for the general consensus, I'd like to think at least. So this sort of indie rock pop sound, is this what we're going to be hearing more of on the album in the future? Um, so there's definitely a lot more of that. Um, some even like heavier rock. Mm. Uh, it's the next single, which I haven't announced yet, but it's definitely even heavier than Crash by, by a lot. But there's also a lot of acoustic stuff on the album, but I think in a way that's a little bit different than the stuff before. I think it's musically kind of like a little bit more polished and complicated. I don't know. I, I think every song on the album like is a little better than I am. You know, like, like which is... It's hard to explain, but like sometimes when you're making music, you do something that's like out of your own league. Mm-hmm. And that it was like the challenge of making the album is how do I like, how do I play outside of myself? I mean, a lot of that stepping outside of your own comfort zone. So, you know, you've been making sort of more bedroom pop strip backtracks for so many years. Then to do something completely new is, it's a real stab in the dark. You know, will people like this from me? Yeah, no, totally. I mean, like Crash, I like, I played the drums on, you know, like I haven't like, like drum kit songs since I was like in a band. So it was cool to like, like you said, kind of like step outside of my comfort zone in a way, I guess. Mm. And like, just like kind of lay it all out there, you know? Yeah, I think that's a really strong place to be, like I say. So 2022, it's a big year. You've got a fresh sound. You're headed out on tour with John Mayer again. What else have we got coming up? Debut album. Mm-hmm. It's coming. And uh, it's pretty much done. And I'm, I'm very proud of it. It was uh, a very cathartic experience to make it. And uh, I think it ended up exactly where I had hoped it would. And uh, people like it. And I think they will. Yeah, that's a very strong place to be, like I say. The new sound you're putting out, it seems to be something that's going to be very well received because it's it's very polished in your first few releases on it. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Definitely. Okay, and then a more sort of widespread question. If there's one album, sort of new or old, that you could recommend that someone listens to after hearing this interview, what album would that be from you? <sighs> Album, new or old? Yeah, something you've been loving. I'll give a few, and okay. I'm gonna start with one that I don't think people would expect. Mm-hmm. But Confessions, Usher. Mm-hmm. Okay. The last great concept album, and I don't know if this album's necessarily a concept album in the way that like this is so straightforward, like like one cohesive story. Yeah, it's just a beautifully written album. The lyrics are insane. Jermaine Dupri, one of the best producers ever, in my opinion. So I'm gonna start with that one. That sort of left out of field. I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm gonna go because he just unfortunately passed away. Taylor Hawkins. I've been listening mm-hmm. to a lot of old Foo Fighters, and I believe this album is the first one where he actually played some of the drums on it instead of Dave Grohl. And it's, there's nothing left to lose. Okay. Incredible album. If you just want to feel emotion leaving your body, just like put it on really loud in a in your car or in a dark place. It feels very good. Is that where you get most pleasure out of listening to music? A sort of catharsis. Yeah, I mean, for me, like, yes and no. I think uh, 
making music to me is such a like uh, emotional experience that sometimes when I like put it on other music, I don't want it to like challenge me in the same way necessarily. I just want it to make me feel good. And so honestly, I've been listening to like only the Rolling Stones for the past two weeks because it just it just feels so good. And that sort of shapes itself into your new sound, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's a very strong place to be. Well, Alexander, thank you so much for taking the time. That was absolutely brilliant. You've been listening to me, Christian Sayers, speaking to the lovely Alexander 23. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Half awake, I slept right through the fall, and now it's Valentine's Day. And chocolate tastes like charcoal. It's time to take your photos off the wall and change your name in my phone. From baby to don't junk call, yeah. I spent months on end typing up text that I never sent. So much left unsaid, felt like it was gonna choke me dead. Now, most nights I don't think of you, but sometimes I gotta remind myself that I miss you, but I don't miss us. Cause apart we're great, but together we suck. I'm sorry for the way it ended. Finally, I feel like I can live with myself Now I don't cry at parties But still, for some reason I kinda want you to know how I'm feeling I tell myself I got good intentions But what's the best thing that comes from mentioning? I spent months on end Typing up texts that I never sent So much left unsaid Felt like it was gonna choke me dead most nights I don't think of you, but sometimes I gotta remind myself that I miss you, but I don't miss us Cause apart we're great, but together we suck I'm sorry for the way it ended, but ending it maybe not so much Cause me and you weren't built to last, we were too fast cars on the way to crash Into each other, and yeah it sucks, I still miss you, but I don't miss us Cause apart we're great but together we suck Alexander 23 hit on songs you'll wish you knew sooner and that was my interview with the man himself Alexander 23 probably the most in-depth musically What's the word? I don't know. He really knows exactly what he's talking about. And I think that comes from a huge amount of experience, both in production and songwriting. And that totally comes through. 
I really loved chatting to him and I look forward to that album so much. I think the fact that he's put out just two songs in the genre and is already putting out stuff as refined as that is a real proof of his talent. Yeah, moving on. Okay, it's time for a spotlight song of the week. I can never let you go without one. This is an artist that I found a couple of months back, I think. She's called Abby Ozard and I was instantly hooked by her dreamy synth pop type sounds her vocals are silky and they match these really delicate guitars so well her track pisces came out a few weeks back and immediately i was grabbed by it some funky bass lines twinkly guitars it's exactly what i love it's a perfect combination once again it is bedroom pop at its core and i'm so here for it this is pisces our spotlight song of the week here on songs you wish you sooner Okay, 
Pisces. Abby Ozard, our Spotlight Song of the Week here on Songs You're Wishing You Sooner. I've just been informed by Joe Bell and it reminds her of Dayglow and I totally see that. I see that so much in Harry Styles' new song. Dayglow really is exactly what I think bedroom pop is meant to be. When that term was coined, that's what it's meant to be. It's dreamy, it's synthy, it's easy listening and that's perfect. The next song, however, is something that I know you will have heard. Without a doubt, I will put money. This song was on your For You page at some point, about two months ago. Then suddenly, it went completely off the map. Why that happened, I have no idea, but good lord, I am so glad it's back. Wow. I am, of course, talking about Pink Panther's song with Willow. And it's finally come out. With production credits going to Muramasa, who we love so much, and Skrillex. What? Skrillex on a Pink Panther song. It's destined to be an absolute classic, and that is indeed what it is. This collaboration was never going to fail, and it hasn't disappointed one bit. This is where you are, Pink Panthers and Willow, here on Songs You Wish You Knew Sooner. you knew sooner if you haven't heard that before where have you been i will bet money you've heard it if you haven't send me a message on instagram at christian says and i will berate you for it because you need to get on tiktok more oh i never thought i'd say that amazing though and it really kept true to what was good about the song on tiktok and it didn't stray from that and i think that's perfect i see it so much where i'll hear a lovely snippet of a song and then it'll come out and i'll be like this is completely different to what i loved about it 
but it's it's what the artist wants, I suppose. Yeah. And next up, we've got an artist called a younger one who I've been loving for a very long time. I saw him at Alt London last year in London, obviously, but I've loved him from way, way, way before. He's a massive inspiration for me in some of the silly clothes that I wear, but he is so cool. His music is brilliantly honest. It really tells the stories so familiar to my generation, the internet-born generation. The next track, Nice Guy, is coming off an upcoming album, which I'm so excited for. And this track is just everything that he's built up. It's easy listening, but the production is detailed still. And I don't know what's not to love. It's called Nice Guy. I love it so much. Let's do it. Younger one with Nice Guy. younger one and Morgan Reese. I, it's just bedroom pop exactly as it's supposed to be. It's simple, it's happy, and it's cheery. It's so much fun. Okay, album recommendation of the week time. I can never let you go without one. Wallows, have a brand new album. Tell me, tell me when it's over. I really like it. It's so much more developed on their indie rock heavy sound that they really explored and delved into on their previous album, Nothing Happens. For me, it feels like a much more cohesive body of work as an album. The other one had so many good singles, but this one feels like it really flows as an album, which I love so much. It's headed in a much more synthy direction with some really delicate elements just nicely infused into it. I'm such a big fan of this album. Tell me that it's over by Wallows. I'm going to try and convince you to listen to it with this next track called Hurts Me. It's a lot of fun. It's really quite exemplary of the synthy bits I love. It's twinkly, it's happy, and it shows off both Braden and Dylan's vocals, which I love. Let's do it. This is Hurts Me from Wallows.
me when it's over. Our album recommendation of the week, and that was Hurts Me by Wallows Off It. I've got to give a quick shout out to Astrid, who requested the Pink Panther song that we so dearly loved a few tracks back. I love it. Yes, indeed. Our album recommendation of the week, right there. Next up, we have a song from Wet Leg, who I was lucky enough to go along and see last night in Camden. I can safely say it was one of the wildest gigs to I've been to in a while. The crowd, for one, was the most varied in age I think I've ever been in. From 14-year-olds that were there with their mums, all the way up to blokes who can't have been any younger than 60. And I realised that is exactly what and who I aspire to be when I'm that age. Arthritic, geriatric, but still completely in the centre of a mosh pit. Some of these blokes were so sweaty, sticky, it was like Velcro the second I touched them, but I'm so inspired by these people. That's who I want to be when I'm that age. I will not be stopped. This gig was so special. Off the back of Wet Leg's new album, Wet Leg, in fact, self-titled, here's a bit of that. This is Being In Love, one of my favourites off the album. Let's do it. I need to lie down, only just got up. I feel so uninspired, I feel like giving up. I feel like someone has punched me in the guts. But I kinda like it cause it feels like being leg we're coming close to the end of songs you're wishing you sooner this week but not quite i have to tell you about next week's interview it was with an artist that i've been listening to for a good few months but i'd never thought about interviewing them it's a guy called quinn christopherson who's from very rural alaska such an interesting character such an amazing story i watched ted talks done by him and I didn't realise how deep the song goes because, you know, oh, this song sounds nice. That's what I was thinking. But listening to the lyrics, it goes a lot deeper. The next up, we've got a track called Bubblegum. He has a new song out as well called 2005, which I was lucky enough to talk to him about. And I'm really excited to play that interview for you next week. Let's do it. This is Bubblegum by Quinn Christofferson.
rather walk before I run I'm too willing now I'm six years old I am too much cologne I break the rules and come home stoned I am abandoned alone I'm 17 years old I am alcohol I'm a line in the bathroom stall I'm feeling sorry for myself I'm 21 I'm blue collar I'm turning into my father I'm treating women badly I'm 23 I don't know and here on Songs You're Wishing You Sooner and you'll be hearing my interview with Quinn himself next week. Like I said, that song to me at surface level seemed, well, this is nice, a little dream dream pop, bedroom pop type stuff. But going into it, it's a song all about gender identity and really digging into that in the interview was so exciting for me. A really interesting one and not one that I'd necessarily talked about before. So 
I'm excited for you to hear that next week. Next up, another brand new artist, Dylan, but not the Dylan I've played before, D-Y-L-X-N, another artist I found on TikTok. We're changing the vibe entirely once again. It's, I want to say Jeremy Zucker-esque, and I love him. It's a little bit Breakance, a little bit Black Bear. I think you'll be very keen on this. It's called Nothing At All. Let me know what you think. At Christian Says, I'm still live over on Instagram. I'd love to see you pop in. Any song requests, we've got about 15 minutes left. I want to know what you want to hear. Let's do it. Nothing at all by Dylan here on Songs You Wish You Knew Sooner. Waking up around three, feel myself with caffeine, just trying to kill the feeling. Think it's been a few weeks since I've gotten sleep, still I miss it in the morning. And I don't think you want to talk, just make it stop, yeah. I'm sick of fucking faking I think it's time I try and fix myself Fuck. Think I need some help Finally time for me to live Since there's no one else to take the time that I have Never really thought that I could give everything To someone who's never even at my back I hope that you don't want to talk Cause that shit's off, yeah No chance when we were breaking And I think it's time for me to fix myself I think I need some help Dylan, D-Y-L-X-N, hit on songs you're wishing you sooner. And that is a new artist once again. I hope you see those inspirations I drew. Jeremy Zucker, Breakins, Black Bear. Really cool. It's bedroom pop again. But it's deeper. I'm going to say it's more alternative pop. I like that. It's, it's a cool label that's really emerged in the last couple of years for artists that don't necessarily feel they fit in that chart category of pop, which is super cool. Okay. Like I said, we're doing song requests. I've got one from my mum, who I must give full credit to. Like I said, I won Demo Factor, which is mind-blowing, but I couldn't have done that without my mum, who sat there for a few hours while I stitched together this demo, which I thought, this would be great if I can just get some feedback on it. And my mum was like, yeah, yeah, it sounds great. I love it, I love it. But, you know, like, she sat there, and she's now asked for Friday I'm In Love by The Cure, which is a wonderful song. Let's do it. And then we're back for more songs. You're wishing you've seen it right after that. Let's do it. Friday I'm In Love.
I'm in love by The Cure. We're going to carry on with a few more songs you're wishing you sooner until it's bedtime because it's tiring doing this. It really is. I love doing it so much, but I get home and I sleep like a log. It's perfect. This is the best way to expend all this energy. This is a week's worth of energy just put out in one big outlet. I hope you appreciate that. Next up, we've got a brand new track from Matilda Mann. It's called Nice. It is indie rock at its absolute purest. Definitely one for fans of Beeper Doobie, Snail Mail, Girl in Red. I really like this track. I think you will too. Here we go. Nice by Matilda Mann. Man, one of the final songs on Songs You're Wishing You Sooner tonight. It's April 27th, which means this week is my birthday, of course. 
but it's also Friday in two days' time, which means a massive new music Friday. We've got new Ryan Hall, new Ryan Lehan. Honey Glaze have a new album. First album, amazing. New Holly Humberstone, new Jackson Lundy EP. An album from Metronomy has come out, I've also been told, but I'm so excited. So much cool new music. So you know exactly where to find that next week. Right here, 10pm, Insanity Radio, or at Christian Sayers on Instagram. Join me on live. I'd love to see you there next week. Thank you so much to everyone who sent in music, to everyone who's ever listened to the show. This is just the start, I promise you. And that has been affirmed to me in the last couple of weeks. Brain blown. The next song, If You Think This Is Real Life by Blossoms, was requested by Holly, someone I met at SRACon, just one of a slew of absolutely fantastic people. To find people that are as into this student radio thing as much as I am is so inspiring. It's so cool to be surrounded by such a bounce-offable group of people. I love that. Yeah, we're going to close out the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. This has been Songs You'll Wish You Knew Sooner with me, Christian Sayers. If you'd like to listen back to this show, any of the other shows or interviews, head over to Spotify, type in exactly the same name, Songs You'll Wish You Knew Sooner, and you'll find them all on there or wherever you get your podcast. Yeah, let's close out the show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you the same time next week, and I will be a whole year older. That's terrifying. If you think this is Real Life by Blossoms, thanks so much. See you later. Bye-bye. If you think-